In grief, everything is amplified, especially confusion and frustration. If you're struggling with blame towards someone who has hurt you or your loved one, or if there's anguish because you can't stop thinking about an injustice, today will be important for you to hear. If the someone you have the most anger toward is God, or you have regrets when it comes to your loved one's death, then what we talk about could set you free from that. You know, grief is hard enough, but if you stay in anger, you will stay stuck. I'm going to say that again. If you stay in anger, you will stay stuck. There's a better way I want to remind you of in this episode. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and because the weather is getting nicer, at least here in eastern North Carolina, let's sit on the back porch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I want you to feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Switzerland, our spotlight country. I've started over with the countries because it's a new year, but California remains as the state with the most downloads this week, with Ohio and my North Carolina right behind you. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you are not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, so if that's you and you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you want some more information or background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. In this podcast, We talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you are just starting your journey, please know that life will change. It won't always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. Now, this is not to say you'll stop missing your loved one because you never will, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. Now, if I sound a little congested? It's because I am, and I am sorry about that, (laughs) but you're going to have to bear with me, at least this week. All right, this episode has two important and sequential steps. First, making peace with where you are and what life looks like right now, and then creating a meaningful life. In this first of two episodes, we'll use the whole time to focus on making peace because it's important and I don't want to gloss over it. In the second episode, I'll talk about the foundation to create a meaningful life after loss and grief. 
So to create a meaningful life in the future, you have to accept the present. And for acceptance, there must be peace in your heart. And it's not like a, yeah, life is awesome kind of peace, but it is a place where you have forgiven those who have wronged you and or your loved one. I'll let that settle in on you for a second. Yes, we're talking about forgiveness. I'm not trying to sneak this difficult action in on you, but you will never experience peace without forgiving anyone who has done you or your loved one wrong. As you hear me saying this, who comes to your mind? Or are you angry with God and not wanting to say that out loud? Or if you're like me, I had regrets where I needed to forgive myself. When I was going through grief, I was angry with God, with Monica for dying, of course. And I was angry at myself for a multitude of things, including not being able to help her when she was going through those horrible physical symptoms. Now, keep in mind, you have to forgive to experience peace and you need peace in order to accept this new life that you never wanted. So forgiveness to get peace and peace to accept. Today, we're focusing on getting to the first huge step of forgiveness. Why is forgiveness even necessary? Well, there is the obvious and the practical. As Christians, the obvious is because God forgave us first and he expects us to forgive others. Our verse for the week or our word of the week is Mark 11:25, And in the message version, it says, And when you assume the posture of prayer, remember that it's not all asking. If you have anything against anyone, forgive. Only then will your heavenly father be inclined to also wipe your slate clean of sins. Now, that's not a threat or a quid pro quo kind of situation. It's a reminder that Jesus was sent as the sacrifice to forgive our, to forgive your sins. And I don't know about you, but I am far from perfect. And I have done things in my past that I am not especially proud of. So how can I not forgive others? Now, the practical gift of forgiveness is freedom and a big step towards acceptance. See, acceptance will not happen until you are free from anger and regret. Let's talk about how to know if you are or you're not in acceptance. If y'all remember the you might be a redneck if act, well, I'm going to do that with acceptance. So you may not be in acceptance if the word acceptance <laughs> hits you in the heart or makes you feel anger or resentment or even roll your eyes. You're not yet in acceptance if you're thinking, yeah, but, or I would if, or you just don't know what they did. You're not there yet. You're not in acceptance yet if there's someone you are fixated on around the death of your loved one. You're not yet in acceptance if you are stuck on the why question or questions. Note I said that you aren't in acceptance yet because this is not right or wrong, good or bad. This is just information for you on your journey. If you're feeling stuck on any of the above and you can't seem to understand why you are stuck, this information may help you check your heart around forgiveness. 
It may also be that you're just starting your journey where you're not ready or shouldn't yet be ready to accept what has happened. This grief journey is a process and should not be rushed. So this is not to push you along. You may just need to save this episode for later. My anger at Monica's illness and her death was all over the place. I felt it was warranted and I demanded answers for all the pain she endured and all the pain that I was enduring. And when I didn't get answers, I was more indignant. Until I was reminded of the sovereignty of God and that even though nothing was going as I believed it should, that the plan of my life as I saw it was ultimately not the plan of my life, I lashed out at God. And then I felt guilt around what I knew was disrespectful. So then I would yell at Monica, <laughs> yet after she died, I would yell at Monica for having crazy faith, for believing that God would heal her, and for not still walking this earth. Then when I had my pity parties, I regretted, i.e. would be angry at myself for not seeing the signs of her illness earlier, for not eating more healthfully, for not being able to help her when she was hurting, and what little energy I did have was just helping me dig my pit deeper. But there is an alternative. You can let go of all the anger. You can have a lighter load and less overwhelm if you forgive those who you feel wronged you. You do not have to be obsessed with them and stuck to all the heavy and negative emotions. You don't have to let that person rule your day and night and rob you of peace. Now to say, oh, all you have to do is forgive. It's, I don't mean it like that at all. I know, I know how hard it is because I have heard from people who have lost ones in car accidents because of a drunk driver, others from bad medical care, addiction, homicide, or by suicide. How do you forgive those? Well, in your own strength, you cannot, but with God, you can. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So let him have what it is you feel like you have to make right. I know people who have forgiven and life changes for them immediately. Burden lifted and freedom felt. But <laughs> you know that was not my process because I do everything slow. So for you, it may not be one and done. You may need to forgive more than a hundred times, but you just keep asking God to help you forgive until it becomes a part of you. It too can be a process and it is not easy, but it will be worth it. Please know that forgiveness is an act of freeing you. It has very little to do with the other party. And once you forgive, do not feel that you are required to have a relationship with them. Because reconciliation is not a requirement of forgiveness. Those two are separate issues. The song of the week is called Forgiveness by Matthew West. And I'm just going to read like the first two stanzas. I do really want you to listen to this because I feel like in the words that he's written, he understood that it is not easy, but it is something that will change your life. All right. So here's the first two stanzas of the song Forgiveness. It's the hardest thing to give away. And the last thing on your mind today, it always goes to those who don't deserve and it's the opposite of how you feel when the pain they caused is just too real. It takes everything you have to say the word forgiveness. 
It flies in the face of all your pride. It moves away the mad inside. It's always anger's own worst enemy. Even when the jury and the judge say you've got a right to hold a grudge, it's the whisper in your ear saying, set it free. Listen to that song, sing that song, sing those words, and remember that forgiveness is so important for you in order not to be stuck. Most important thing in moving forward and your journey works or the work of your journey this week. I want you to put some thought into whether or not you've accepted where you are based on our you may not be in acceptance yet statements. If any of them made you roll your eyes or worse and someone came to your mind quickly with anger, even if that's God or yourself, it is time to take it to God and ask him to help you forgive or at least get to the point of wanting to forgive. I'm telling you, it's a process. The important part here is sharing your heart, no matter how bad it sounds, with the Lord. You know, forgiveness without grief is not always easy. So as you are grieving and working toward forgiveness, give yourself a lot of grace. Unforgiveness is one of those things that will keep you stuck. And I don't want you to be stuck. You have a purpose and God has a plan for your life. And here are some other ways to take action. Purchase my What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. I called it a workshop because I need you to understand there's work to be done. There's action steps towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, this workshop will guide and direct your steps. You will grow closer to God, even when it's hard to pray. You'll work towards acceptance, even if that word makes you angry, and you'll know what to expect in the healing process. Join our private Facebook group. You will be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. So when you are a part of the group and you welcome a new member, that's taking action. That's serving others. That's getting you out of your pain for even just a minute to support and encourage someone else. If you don't have a church home, you can visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future and know that you are not alone. Keep on coming back to the house. Keep sitting on the porch and keep taking those steps, however slow or small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.